This episode is basically kind of not really, but also kind of sort of live. It's pseudo live. Pseudo live. Pseudo live. It's in that stage right before death where it still twitches and kicks. Oh my god. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we have our cold open. (laughs) We do. Oh god. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Always 2. There are a Star Wars discussion podcast. I am Josiah, here with my co-host, Steven. Hey, yo. How's it going? It's going pretty good. We are also joined this week again by Brady. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, It's good to have you it here. It is our pleasure. Indeed. Ba-dum-tsh. Hey, I'm the one who said indeed this week. <sighs> indeed. Cue cold stare by <laughs> Steven. Uh, this week, guys, we are talking about Quinlan Voss. It's going to be another character spotlight episode, and yeah, we're going to talk about one of Steven's favorite characters, and I know Brady's favorite Jedi. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 Know. It's going to be a good time. I do want to mention really quick, um, we did get a complaint from the last episode on lightsabers. We managed to somehow skip over the Inquisitors, Ezra's, and Kanan's lightsabers entirely on our episode about lightsabers encompassing all lightsabers, except apparently lightsabers from Star Wars Rebels. <laughs> uh, so that's formal apology on our part. We will uh, we will discuss those in depth. At a later date. A, yeah. We'll, when we talk about Rebels, when we talk about those characters We'll definitely go over the helicopter. Yeah, Blades. the Inquisitors will get a little more highlight. <laughs> it's in, so bad in episode five Brady's and six of Obi Wan. We'll uh, we will fix it, and I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll probably go over, uh, especially during that last fight of episode between uh, uh, Reva and Vader in episode five. Also, we'll definitely go over her lightsaber. Yeah, I definitely thought Vader broke her lightsaber, and then it was like, oh no, it's supposed to do that. I didn't know that they could. I didn't either. I mean, I didn't know that they could, but I mean, I, it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it makes well, sense. I, I, I thought spe- the Inquisitors had one uh, kyber crystal. Was my thing. I was under the impression that they had one kyber crystal. Well, according to the Disney lore of how Ahsoka got her white blades, that would not make sense because she got both from a single Inquisitor. Yeah, and then she purified them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Inquisitors and stuff. That was just a response to our first uh fan interaction officially i say that because our friend who i will not name again would uh (laughs) actually put a comment on podbean so hey we're getting fan interaction now awesome uh anyway uh let's jump right into it do one of you guys want to just give a quick not recap bio i'll let brady do that is it quick it's his... like intro to Quinlan Voss, like like as a person and a character? Sort of, yeah. Um, like Steven said earlier, he's a lot like Qui Gon Jinn. Uh, he was born on Kifar. He's not human. I feel like that's a big staple because he's confused for being human a lot. Um, yep. He's very solo and roguey. He is constantly gripped by the dark side his entire life. Why is that? Because 
sound like a therapist. <laughs> uh, because so his, because he's actually the prince to his planet, and his parents were murdered by his aunt. Whoa. Oh, so he's full of... Uh, he's like Anakin, but Wait. much more uh, when he in was control. Not evil. He was four. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did she try to kill him, too? She was going to try and use him, but his... his uh, Watcher at the time because he wasn't trained originally on Coruscant. He was trained on his planet, Kifar or Kifa, yeah. And then after his parents were murdered by her aunt, and to use him as a weapon to try and create a new Kifa, uh, Jedi Master Thome took him and went to Coruscant. This is all new stuff to me. Uh, me too. Yeah, I know about Quinlan from Clone Wars. Oh man, I, I know about Quinlan I more. I know more about Quinlan from Arc podcast than I do from Clone Wars. <laughs> um, that's the one big thing I have a problem with Clone Wars is Clone Wars portrays him and Obi Wan not being close when actually they were Padawans together. Hmm. Yeah, who um, was his master? His master was Jedi Master Thome. You just said that, and I wasn't paying attention, and I feel really bad. Yeah, good. Um, but there was, whoops, there, there were several missions where him and Obi-Wan were together as Padawans. Um, and I mean, Obi-Wan saved him after he got sucked into like a, a water vortex or he tried to, but then they both got sucked down and Qui-Gon Jinn was just like, no children, come back. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah. more Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, but that's not what we're here for today. Or, no. Anyway, uh, yeah, Quinlan Voss. Um, yeah, I knew they were close. I knew they were friends. They're very, they're actually really close. I just figured that their their on screen disagreement was because Qu- Quinlan is definitely kind of a, a roguish character, yeah. and Obi Wan is definitely not. No, no, Quinlan is very much in a way personality wise a lot like Anakin, but more. I guess controlled. You'd say he can. He he he'll rush in, but he won't just destroy everything. He won't get his arm cut off for it. Well, so yeah, that's, that's something. What me and Stephen were talking about is that. Uh, so Quinlan wields a green lightsaber, but from yeah. what I can tell, he doesn't seem like a counselor or consular. It's really interesting if you uh, tie. The, the colors specifically to the, like, EU KOTOR one specifically. Because um, if you go that route, he would be a sentinel because he's actually a spy. Right. So he'd have a yellow lightsaber. Oh. But, yeah, like, in, in Clone Wars, he's very, like, brash. And yeah. He barrels forward without much thought. And he's just like, let's go. Yeah. Let's well, wing it and play it by ear. And that's very much a guardian mm-hmm. kind of outlook yeah and and the and that's another thing is the the disney canon has not explained very well why the colors are chosen it's your connection to the force with your personality right quinlan quinlan is even though he's very brash he's not like anakin was where he will just you know like said run in and lose his arm uh he will definitely be more tactful about it yeah i i don't know I also said, like, I mentioned that, I mean, just with his character design, like, green fits his, like, color aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm beginning to wonder if they Disney really even cares at all. Well, when we see him on screen, that's that was pre-Disney. 
I know, but like even I don't know. It just it started. It the more I watch, it's starting to look like Kotor maybe the only like in canon or previously in canon. Uh, that actually piece cares of about, media yeah. that actually like accurately portrays lightsaber colors. It it does. Um, and this is one of my biggest problems with you know in air quotes canon is because I mean this is over thirty years of media of expansion that is being thrown to the wind and it confuses a lot of people. You know, say you know like Rebels was originally intended as a kid show and then. Um, everyone hated it. Everyone hated it, and but all and these Dave kids Lone are like, like, "Oh man, the, the Grand Inquisitor is so cool! I want to know everything about him." And then they stumble across the EU, and their mind is blown. Yeah. Hashtag bring Starkiller back as an Inquisitor. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, that would that would dis- that be a disservice to his character, and you know it. I, yeah, he would immediately overpower all of the other Inquisitors. Yeah, he is the Inquisitorious at that point. Yeah, because I don't understand why he has to be not canon anymore. He could still be. He's literally the secret apprentice. Because he's he not a be, Disney character. He could still be canon. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm contractually obligated to bring up Star Killer in every episode. I, you're not contractually <laughs> obligated. You're not. You're, you're morally obligated. <laughs> I will uh, take that too. <laughs> um, I mean, if you really want to reach for that one, you know, Sam Witwer is the voice of Maul. So yeah. in theory, you know, Star Star Killers. I want to see Sam Witwer on screen again. Yeah. And but. I'd love I've to been, see him live action. I'll save this too. weekend Force Unleashed for the end, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get through it. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'll say I'll save specifics for later. But <sighs> anyway, uh, Quinlan Voss. Quinlan He's Voss. got a yellow stripe on his face. What's that mean? Is it a tattoo? It is a tattoo. But I have a tattoo. I also have several tattoos, but their tattoos are my tattoos are bigger than your tattoo. I don't have. I, a I wasn't. I wasn't doing that at all, actually. But um, <laughs> they are. <laughs> oh dang it! I'm pretty sure we peaked again. It's we fine. did. Um, you didn't. Oh, you might not have. Anyway, yellow uh, striped face tattoo. Yeah, so all of his race has those markings. It is, uh, it's like you know Mandalorian armor markings. How in like Sabine Wren would always spray paint her armor because she didn't want to affiliate herself with Clan Wren, um, which was very like stark gray, and because they were what was it? Her mother's name was Ursa, which is Nordic for bear. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there's three colors. There's gold, uh, red, and blue, and they're all associated with class and uh, like affiliation. Fighters are blue, and rangers are no. I mean, actually, if you want to go, interesting. That, that makes me think it'd be really difficult. I assumed by class you meant like in. like economic yeah, class. Yeah, I, I did. Not yeah, Dungeons not, and Dragons. No, I, class. no, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, cool. His social class. For a second, yeah, you agreed was. with me, and I was like, "Wait a second. No, well, you said blue is quit, quit. like the fighter. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a common class working Amer- blue collared American, and oh, hey. I have been in more fights than I can say. <laughs> <laughs> and blue is the color of the common people. Yeah. yeah. Color of water. The same guy has walked. Common by. people tend to live on the water because it's the easiest place to get food. The same guy has walked by the door three times, looking in, very confused. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it the pseudo George Lucas? No. 
okay. It's just a random dude I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, that, that makes me think it'd be really hard for Quinlan to blend in as a spy. I mean, you just because do the classic... It, Star Wars, pull your hood up and you're instantly Maybe. invisible. He doesn't though. That's the thing. Every time you see Quinlan, he he never does because pull yeah. your dreads up and <laughs> there you there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because anyone who knows anything about his race would see that stripe mm-hmm. and be like, his is gold. Yeah. Huh. Uh, what is that? I'm I'm assuming gold is like the higher. It's well. Remember, I said earlier he's that he royalty. Was, he's royalty. That's why so I said I. It's 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 Kifa's version of it's Kifa's version of purple. Because purple is the color of royalty. Anyway, uh, Quinlan Voss. You've said that four times now. You have. Um, That's how he gets us back on track. It's my actually for this episode. Oh, okay. Well. Not actually. Anyway. I hope he edits them out. I'll edit out some of them. I'll probably end up leaving in all of them. But you're also going to be watching over my shoulder as I do it this time. So, yeah. Because we're going to edit and release right after we record. That's true. This episode is basically kind of not really, but also kind of sort of live. It's pseudo-live. 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 It's in that stage right before death where it still twitches and kicks. Oh, my God. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we have our cold open. (laughs) We do. Oh, God. Remember at the beginning of this podcast when Steven was like, I want the cold open to be like a snippet that really sets the tone for the episode. <laughs> That's where we're at right now, gentlemen. Um, hey, at least I got my wish. Yeah. And back to the markings, they're passed down to. So his kid that he does end up having in EU. He has that kid with Asajj, right? Mm. Yeah. Not, no, not Asajj. It's oh. with a different woman. He works with Asajj really closely. Because I know at one point he and Asajj were in love. Yeah, but it's not with Asajj. Okay. It's not. They were in love. And he's been in love with multiple people. Uh, yeah, they're they're really significant to their race. And you would think that being a spy, he also, the big thing is that he inherited a network of spies. And uh, oh, okay. his biggest thing that is attributed to him is... He is the whole reason that the Jedi Council was under the impression that there is a Sith in the Senate. Because oh. for years of the Clone Wars, he was actually Count Dooku's apprentice. What the fuck? That's right. I did know that. Yeah, he was he and he and Dooku was testing him like to the point where like he had to kill allies and he had to and it wasn't until it was uh, the Battle of Cato-Nemoidia that he actually, like, renounced Dooku and became a uh, Jedi General. Like, basically the end of the war. The whole war, he was undercover, killing his his allies for the sake of finding the real mastermind. And that's that whole, uh, we've gotten an anonymous tip that... Were, you know, when uh, Mace Windu in episode three took Kit Fisto and, you know, bad editing issues and, um, <laughs> you know, two other Jedi masters that were, anonymous, you know, amazingly powerful and then are just struck down effortlessly, that tip was from Quinlan. And the whole reason that they got that was because of Quinlan. Wow. He's a major player that is underplayed. Ah, Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss has a special ability Seven. that we have only seen one other person use. Yes. 
that special ability is Calcastus. <laughs> Calcastus is, is the, the ability. Special ability. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. I cast Calcastus. <laughs> it's dark vision, actually, is his special ability. <laughs> yeah, seeing through the dark. You know, that helped r- really out in that cave and on, uh, what was it? That second planet you went to in Fallen Order. Mapuzo. No. No. Now that we don't need it, I remember the name. But yeah, it, yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Ilum. It wasn't Zepho. Zepho. Yeah, that like right. there's that cave that was. Oh, I hated that cave. It, it you know, so yeah. So it's not dark vision, obviously. The worst part of that game was the having to get back to the ship at the end of your at the level and there oh. were everything in its power is trying to stop you from getting to your ship. It's like you have to do the entire thing backwards, and if yeah. you're lucky, there's a shortcut, and that shortcut has a massive boss in the middle of it. Yeah. You can exit the tomb in two different places, and I happened to exit it on the far end. So I had to really go back through Zepho to get to the ship. <laughs> uh, the ability is Psychometry. It's the same ability that Cal Kestis has, which... Yeah, it's a cool ability. It is. And it's why he's a tracker and he's good at it because, you know, he can touch. Apparently, Ray has this ability too. Don't start. Oh my God. Ray has every. Ray opened the cheat menu and gave herself every feat and power. Okay, I'm going to call you Ray from now on. <laughs> you, you, you asked for that one. When you directly compare yourself to Ray. Yeah, but then, you know, he's just going to turn this around on you and be like, I am a Skywalker. And then I'll slap him. (laughs) (laughs) I am all the Sith. (laughs) Uh, I am inevitable. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, psychometry. Psychometry. It's it's really hard to pronounce because it's literally just psycho and metry, but it's not separated. It's just one solid word. You would think it would be like... Psychometry. Yeah, something, but sitcom, sitcometry. Sitcom. He has the power of multicam sitcoms. Now, now I'm just imagining Cal Kestis as Jerry Seinfeld, and you can't take that from me. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to be a pirate. (laughs) We need a Star Wars sitcom like WandaVision. It's oh like it's gosh. like when he's, it's like when he, at the end he's having those like visions of him becoming the Grand Inquisitor. He's like, but I don't want to be an Inquisitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. But it uh, so basically, uh, he can like touch a thing and gets a vision from like where that thing. I'm not explaining this well at would all. You, would you like me to take back over? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Awful expl- explanation. I'm so sorry. Um, so, I did so good with lightsaber colors. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, the ability is he can touch things and he can see memories, like full-on visions associated yeah. with with any anything he touches. Like what, we, we talked last time we talked about him. He can touch uh, someone's footprint and see literally it's like a vision in his head that he can see where they went it's the same reason why uh when cal touches uh sarah's guitar he knows that song that she wrote she's never she says like i never wrote that for anybody but he knows it flawlessly and that's a very powerful ability in the right hands yep do you use it it's not it's not a choice no no in the in the game in the game does it take does it come up like 
in any like important moments. I like, figured that you... was how he got all of his various powers. Every time you get an ability, I figured it was through the psychometry, and he sees some memory. Oh yeah, because is... it's generally from a. Oh wait, you use the you use it the entire game. Yeah, literally, yes. literally the entire <laughs> literally game. The entire oh my game. god, I'm yeah, so every, sorry. Every guys. time you like have those like audio files, like yep. when you're on Zepho and you learn that yep. the Empire shot them or kicked them off the ledge. Yep. Every yeah. literally the every like two minutes in the game. You, yep. Uh, but they but they don't explain that, and that's <sighs> just it's just it's a disservice. You, so you what I'm together. hearing is we're gonna get a show with Cal Kestis and Quinlan Voss. And then Starkiller is going to show up, and Kit Fisto will be there too. Yes. I think you're reaching. I was I reaching when Kit I said Fisto Cal Kestis on TV show. We're never um, getting Cal Kestis in live action. Um, you know, <laughs> we actually might. I know there, there's rumors that he's going to get his own show. Because they were referencing but the game. In there was also Kenobi. rumors. Well, I thought it was because of the like Inquisitor planet. Or not in planet where that fortress was. What is it? Durr is that planet's name where the Durr. end of the game takes place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they still Fortorious Inquisitorious. Yes. They still referenced it. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that definitely means that it's on their mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, Obi-Wan specifically said, like, yeah, she's really good that if something pops up in a video game, it's the same in the TV show. And. I'm also starting to realize he could have been talking about Purge Troopers. He could have been talking about... Which were there. Yeah. yeah. He could have been talking I about literally them. just Inquisitors. Like, there's a lot of different things he could have been talking about. Right. So, unanimously, it's it's fallen over. Also, though. the fact that we didn't see Trilla, does Obi-Wan theoretically take place after Fallen Order then? No. Why not? Because Obi-Wan is 10 years... Well, actually, no. I think Fallen Order was... Fallen before. Order's... Only like twelve years after. No, it's five. It's no, it's not. Hold on. It's not five because he's like ten. Or t- We've talked about this. He's we somewhere have. between eight to twelve, and he's no older than twenty-two. So it's it's anywhere between six to twelve, six to ten years after Order sixty-six. What made me think five? Something about the conversation that his buddy has on Bracco when they find the the Jedi fighter. Yes. Like melded into the, yeah. the hole. Something about that conversation made me want to say five years after. Five. It was five. Okay, so, so he's, he's seventeen. He's, he's got to be. He's seventeen then. He's got to be thir- twelve or thirteen. Gosh, no, he is not. 13. In the in the pre in the oh, yeah. in the flashbacks. So I say in the, at order 66. in real time he's seventeen. That's yeah. young. Uh, the game takes place fourteen BBY. Before the Battle of Yavin, for listeners I, I, that don't know. Oh, or, I thought you were saying it for me. Like, I was like, I know what the BBY means. Getting a little defensive there just now. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I'm in a room with you two, okay? That's and aggressively defensive. I have to prove that, that I belong didn't here. Know what BBY meant. Yeah, I right? know what BBY means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being bullied on my own podcast. Did you think it was some like weird like thing people look up to... You know, do other it's, it's a reference index for Wikipedia specifically. No, I know what BBY means. Don't ever say it like that ever again. <laughs> it's on a Tashi station to pick some power converters. You can goof off with your friends after your chores are done. Let's just reenact A New Hope. Okay, let's do it. Line for line. That'll be our episode, our movie episodes. We won't discuss them. We'll just reenact <laughs> okay. them. Okay. 
<laughs> we'll split up the parts. We'll pull up the script. All right, let's do it. <laughs> You're Han. I'm Greedo. Let's go. We should we should do scenes. If we ever have a YouTube channel, we'll do like we'll just reenact <laughs> like audio drama. We'll get Brady in here to do sound effects. What was I going to bring up? Quinlan Voss. Quinlan huh? Voss. So we were, Quinlan we're Voss. We're here to talk about Quinlan Voss. Voss. Yeah, we we something about we were talking about we're talking about the ability that him and Quinlan Voss share. Not right? even that. Some markings. No, it was we we were talking about Cal Kestis's age. Yeah, he's something reminded me. It was like, ooh, this is somehow related to Quinlan Voss, and now it's gone. They're theoretically ooh. the same race. Does that help? It, theoretically. Theoretically. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had heard because of the psychometry. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's it's very unheard in another race that's not his. So I'm. Um, but Ray that... blows that out of the water. She's human. So please stop. So is the is the theory <laughs> behind that the when she touches Anakin's lightsaber? I think so. It's but also really not... strange because like Anakin could probably Anakin could probably do that too. But like it, the the ability that they have is literally like the silhouette kind of thing. The Skywalkers? No, the keep like Quinlan and oh. Kestis. Like Kestis literally like you don't show it because it still has to maintain the focus of the game, but I'm pretty sure in Kestis's mind he's watching them get shot. Or kicked off, or he's like watching them die and get buried in those like in that like cave in. Yeah, because right. in the um in Clone Wars, the way it's portrayed for Quinlan is like a straight up vision. Like it mm-hmm. it pulls back, and you're in like a like heavy vignette sequence. Right. Yeah, you can tell it's a it's a vision that he's having in his head. This yeah. is bugging me that I can't remember. Was it the was, was it the uh, the his Padawan that I had mentioned earlier, or was Ayala Sakura? Yeah, no, but I do. I, I saw that the other day because I was looking. I was rewatching Episode Five of Kenobi, mm-hmm. and I had paused on the box of lightsabers. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see if there were any Easter egg sabers, and there's not. Yeah, there so isn't. I also looked. I was looking at all like, okay, what are some well known? So I looked at like Kid Fisto, Luminara, Mace, Luminara, Mace Windu, that kind of things, and I was like, "Oh wait, but they name dropped Quinlan in Episode Three, so maybe." So then, I, I looked up his, and it's not his, but I've lost track of my thought. We're talking about lightsabers in Kenobi. Yes, I know. All right. <laughs> we were talking about Ayula Sakura. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I he found out. He loses his thought pretty quick. He's tired. I, I get it. I am extremely tired. So anyway, Quinlan Voss. Um, Ayula Secura was his Padawan, folks. He found her in... Uh, it was on Tatooine next to... What was his name? I, I can never... Bib. Bib Fortuna. Mm-hmm. He found her with Bib Fortuna? Yeah, she was behind a bunch of other slaves, and Bib was about to kill her. And he oh, man. he connected through her through the force while they were on wasn't on tattooing while they were on Ryloth. So uh in episode one, why are he and Ayala on tattooing? Are they uh, Oh that's a different mission. They gunning for uh, there's always the chance for like a little side mission. You know where they're going to like mess up Bib Fortuna? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get some revenge. It's something Quinlan would do, I think. I don't think Ayula would let him. Ayula's a little too straight and narrow for that. She is. She is very. 
And uh, but there was also, if we're wanting to keep on going with the Iula Secure route, there was Flash like maybe ten year, maybe five or ten years later, they were on a mission, and um, it was that same mission with Bib at a later date when they were hunting him down and they had basically gotten spiced and they forgot who they were entirely. Hmm. And in that Quinlan forgot how to use the force. Whoa. Interesting. Like he could not use it. He didn't like as if it's tied to memory Interesting. It's like the light was turned off. Yeah, I, I I didn't mean to I I didn't get to mention this last time when we were on the episode three, but that quote is so deep. Yeah, it's so wholesome. Anyways, um, yeah, he forgot who he was and he forgot how to use his powers um, until he met up with a bounty hunter and that bounty hunter crossed him. And I mean, we can go rigmaroles on him getting betrayed by his bounty hunter, and then him beating the SmackDown on him. You know, the WWE Raw. Um, and then two fake Jedi come in, trying to kill him. Haja. Yeah, I just thought of Haja. But they were wielding lightsabers. Not Haja. Not Haja. Haja has a lightsaber for a little bit. There's the whole box next to him at some point. <laughs> yeah, they all had lightsabers. He probably at one point. he probably has a few actually. Probably. Um, There's but, no way he didn't pocket a lightsaber. Uh, and one of them had Ayula's lightsaber, and that's how he got his memory back. Was because he uh, took what was his name? His name was Grek G R E H K, and he took his blaster. That sounds he, very familiar. He swapped the power cell out of as he tried to betray him, and then took the gun from him, and then swapped the power cell back in into the gun the blaster rifle or just blaster pistol and then shot the fake Jedi and then took the lightsaber and then he got all his memories back it's a lot you're thinking of whatever moment Freck Freck you're thinking of Freck the wholesome mole man that I was so happy to see until he became a piece of duty it's a good yeah. way to put it. Anyways, Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss. That's number nine. Welcome back to Always To There Are, a Star Wars discussion podcast. About everything but Quinlan Voss. <laughs> we had a brief intercession because I'm the only one carrying this podcast right now. Hey, I mean, it's, honestly. It's fine. It's, it's, why it's, you, it's why we had you on. Really your episode. Um, we, I appreciate it. I, we, we brought you on for this episode specifically for I, a reason. I love Quinlan. He's, he's a reason he's my... He actually does have the rank of Jedi Master. He's just not on the council. Right, yeah. right. He is as opposed he have, to being on the council and not having the rank of master. Does he have that rank when he's uh, hunting Zero? Mm. I'm sure we could find that. Yes, out. because uh, when he was granted the rank of mastery, when Ayula Sakura became Jedi Knight. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he actually was a Jedi Knight when he took her as a Padawan, which is technically against the rules. Is it? But all of this is in EU. I mean, no, yeah, no, you can't have a paddle when you're Jedi Knight. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing was Qui Gon already had an apprentice; he couldn't have another one thing, which was yeah, because like Anakin takes on Ahsoka. Yeah, that's the only example I can think of off the top of my head because I'm a basic Star well, Wars. I mean, Obi Wan say that Anakin when he was still a knight. Didn't have yeah, to, that's true. Brady. Hey. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, 
That was quick. <laughs> there wasn't even like a like a rebound there. It was just immediately. Um, yeah, no, he was granted the rank of mastery when Ayula grant uh, transformed or like ascended from her Padawan ship. Anyway, she passed the trials. Yeah, how did how did how did how did Twilight Twilight do a braid? I think he just twisted it with a lot of pain. Oh. <laughs> I was about I was about to say I was like that that's flesh Josiah. Yeah, and the apparently the Leku are very very sensitive. Can't they? Yeah. Just, can't they just like wear like a like? I mean, they could probably imitate it. Yeah, but I I've never seen a Twilight with hair. Nope. I assume they're a hairless race. Yeah, I've I've never seen them with hair. And Bib Fortuna's ugly. We've gotten even further off track than we were earlier. <laughs> kind of. Anyway, it, um, anything else to add for Quinlan Voss? Before we end? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I mean, he he's just, I mean, go look him up. Well, that's the reason people are listening to this. I know, but I'm, I'm trying. Don't have to look him up. I, I can't possibly remember everything. Well, 100%, so I mean, where, he has a whole book series based where, on so, him. Yeah, I where can I we find? Where about. can we find Quinlan Voss? We he's in season three, episode nine of Clone Wars. Of Clone Wars for the he, Hunt for Zero. He is in the background of the Phantom Menace for uh, a second. For he, well, he, no, there's about like three or four seconds. Uh-huh. Don't deny him those couple of seconds. Um, he's name dropped in episode three of Kenobi. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so like what comics and such? Because I know those are the big ones. Um, there's well, he's in Republic. He is in Republic. He's in wait the... what? Star Wars Republic. It's a comic series mm-hmm. that it goes over the Clone Wars essentially, oh. and it goes more into like individualized missions and such. Yeah. Um, than just like. Jump over here to the Rebellion of Ryloth, and then jump over here and do this. Yeah, it's not an anthology mm-hmm. the way Clone Wars is, but um, there's I have one of them on my Audible. It's like the it's like Dark Power or something because he battles with the dark side of the Force his entire life uh, to the point where you know he he's actually considered a dark Jedi to some. I know something about Quinlan Vos. He uses lightning, Force lightning. I don't know a lot about him, but I know he that. He is one of the few that does. Yeah, that doesn't uh, use Vapad, Vapod either. I thought uh, Windu was the only one. At he least he created Vapod, but, I mean, like, just Form 7 in general. Oh. Vapod was his take on Form 7. I, I can't remember the original name before. It's like Shu Yin or something like that. They're all named weird. Like, they're slightly Japanese, but Chinese at the same time. Anyways, uh, Vapod is basically Windu not succumbing to the dark side when right. most people that use Seven would. Yeah. Um, you know, you just go to the Wikipedia that we've... Referenced many, many times. Many, many, many times. Um, that we live on and Josiah does not live I'm on. I'm sorry. Okay. The Dark Disciples series. Dark Disciples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't he I've fall to the credits. dark side for a while yeah, at some did. point? Yeah, that was that's part of the he he lost himself pretty hard in the in the Clone Wars with Dooku. To when he came out, he couldn't really tell if he was actually a dark side member or if he was still Quinlan. Right. 
Um, and then there was later on he did he did actually win his wife the mother of their child I can't remember her name I think she she was murdered and uh, he did lose himself to the dark side there right. for a while and I mean the best way to end this I guess is if you piss off Quinlan Voss and he decides to go a little dark on you you're not hiding yeah because he can touch you and see all your memories ooh Theory. Theory. He'll figure out Vader's Anakin. I'm pretty sure he already knows. Yeah, but we'll probably see him and see the realization. But dude, I want to see him live so bad. I want to he'll, see that. So okay, real through. quick. So at the end of so getting to the end of our character spotlight, who is your fan cast for Quinlan Voss? Mine. Antonio Banderas. No. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Jason Statham. I don't know why. I don't know. I think Zoro would be pretty good. No, I don't know if that He's, would work. He, Pierce Brosnan. You, you, you know. You know. It's funny. He's a spy. You know. It's funny. Uh, he's basically black. Yeah. Not Mexican. Or British, yeah. <laughs> You're rolling with the Antonio Banderas there for a, for a good long while. Well, I am just thinking. I am Quinn and Voss. <laughs> oh, yeah, fan cast for Quinlan Voss. Yeah, that's a hard one. I've I've never really had to imagine it because I never thought in my wildest dreams I would ever get to see Quinlan name dropped in a live action canon series yeah uh that's why it was such a big deal to me in my fandom um i, I would have never expected it and that now i, I don't know i have to think it to, comes to mind oscar isaac but he's, he's po. already poe I, yeah. I i fan casted oscar isaac for somebody in our yeah. fan cast episode he is poe and yeah uh, he's such a great actor and he was so like poe dameron is great but Oscar Isaac was a wasted talent. Anyone could have played Poe Dameron. Oscar Isaac is such an amazing act- actor. Like, he could have played anyone. Yeah, he, he, he should have had a much, much more significant role than Poe uh, Dameron. Same with uh, John Boyega. Yes. Yeah. John Boyega was really good. I did not like him as Finn. Finn was very uh, underutilized and abused. Anyway... We're not here What's to talk about. What's your fan cast for Quinlan Boss? Taron Edgerton keeps coming to mind, but that's not. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, Taron Edgerton. He's um. He played Elton John in Rocket Man. He's the main character of the Kingsman movies. Nope. No. You guys are old. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know why he's even coming to mind. It wouldn't. It wouldn't fit. Um, That's the thing is like Quinlan's not a very like big character, so like all the major like action stars that are currently going around, I'm like, nope, nope. You know, ooh, nope, honestly, ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't um, need a fan cast for Quinlan Voss. No, 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 no. I know. He, I can't remember. I would his love name. a discovered talent to play no, Quinlan Voss. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. There's a there's a guy. I can't remember his name. He's from. He's gonna be from my uh, Disney Channel fans. He's from Descendants. Um, yeah, I know neither of you guys are going to He's nope. he's the he's the tall buff guy from Descendants. That's Ooh. all I got for you. I don't know what Descendants is. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's a thing here. I'm going to hold on, um, give me 2 seconds. I'm going to look at his name. Yeah. Did you say Pierce Brosnan earlier? <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you just kidding? That yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Because, like, instantly, I, like, I was, like, going through movies. Um, Sean Bean. I think Sean Bean would be really good. As Quinlan Voss? Yeah, I think he could His pull name it. is Boo Boo Stewart. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold up. I think Sean Bean could do it. I know. He's not overly ripped. He's a really good actor. Sean I'd- Bean. He can't die. I heard the name Bean, and I thought Mr. Bean. I thought you were talking no, about Rowan Atkinson. No, what? Rowan Atkinson? No, 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 no. Boromir. Right, Boromir. I yes, think, okay. Uh, and especially since I recently learned that when he's casted into roles, uh, he has a contract that demands that he doesn't die. There, there, there is a, as a result of Lord of the Rings. There, no, as a, a result of his entire career. <laughs> there's a five-minute... Supercut of just all his death scenes <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, five one minutes. One of the one of the death scenes is him being run off of the edge of a cliff by a herd of cows. Was that he a- falls off the cliff followed by like forty cows? <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, or you know the fact that he was a double agent in a 007 film. Yeah, 006. No, I've never watched a 007 film. You know the. Uh, I'm sorry. The satellite that falls on his character. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, so it, it, in GoldenEye, a satellite falls on his character and kills him. Wait, he was in GoldenEye? Yes. Yeah. He was, was the, the main, main villain, villain in GoldenEye. <laughs> Holy sh... Ironically, in real life, that satellite collapsed a couple... Like, last year? Two years ago? Really? Yeah. Sean Bean is okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, think, I think he would do really good. I think Sean Bean is... He's a little I, old. I mean, yeah, but I mean, we they haven't really exactly gone into in-depth detail about how Kefar age. It's true. And we know he's not human. Yeah. Um, um do we have time for this week in The Force Unleashed? It's very short. I hate it. Probably. <laughs> anyway, uh that's all we've got for Quinlan Voss this week. Any final thoughts? We already did our final thoughts. Any final final thoughts? Go look him up. He's he's a cool he's a cool character. Definitely is, read his comics. Yes, or you know anything to like inspire you to absorb more about him because he's a very major role in some of the big parts of Star Wars, and he's not given enough light. Yep. All right. So this week in the Force Unleashed. Yeah. So the Force Unleashed is one of the greatest Star Wars games of all time. Weird. I originally played it on the Xbox 360. You got the Vader mission. I missed the Xbox 360 so much because the Wii version, that is now the Switch port version, oh. sucks so bad. Does it have the Vader mission? It does, and that's it's surprising. trash. Oh, man, it's that's bad. De- that's depressing. It's bad. At least it's not the, the PS2 version. The combat is bad. The cutscenes are bad. The the control button layout, force push and force grab are on the same button. You press to push, you hold to grab. There is no charging up a force push. Could you remap it? No, because it, it was it was built. the The game was built to be played on a Wii remote and nunchuck, so all the buttons are all screwed up. Yep. So what'd you do this week in Force Unleashed? I didn't play it. Just got, got to the Rom Coda fight. 
Oh, good lord. Oh, that's the first that's mission. The first one. It, it is not counting the Vader. You don't mission. understand how hard it is to play this game. I don't doubt it. It is it is so you, it is such a slog. I don't think I'm gonna finish it on Switch. Are you playing on easy? Um probably just because I generally do, but yeah, I was about to say. Did, did you press the, the don't do the that to me, Steve. Left or stop it. Joystick stop it. <laughs> no, this game literally isn't I don't know. It just This game doesn't have stats and items. So there really isn't a cheat. Yeah. I mean, you could get like cosmetics, but it, the, the Wii version doesn't even have good, like, very many cosmetics. Like, the the Xbox 360 version has like alternate suits and also like costumes. Like, you can run around as Obi Wan Kenobi or freaking like oh, Darth Sion. Yeah, you can run around well, as like that's, anybody. That's Force Unleashed too, but yeah, yeah, I'm probably gonna see if I can borrow my brother's 360 and play it on that because it is it's really hard to play. Um, is two like that, or is it just one? The second one. So I played the second one for the first time on the Wii, and when I was twelve, or I was like thirteen, somewhere around there, it wasn't bad enough for me to notice. You um, were old enough to notice how bad it was. Exactly. Going back now, because I have such a high view of it in my head, I'm pretty. Sh- they're really rough games. They're really rough. Like they're amazing. Don't get me wrong. I have very fond memories of. Uh, I mean, I loved the game so much. I played it on old vet, you know, because it came out on two generations of con- um, of you know game systems. Yeah, you know, I played it on PS2 originally, where it had six lightsabers. You didn't change the color. It had lightsaber hilt variants. No costumes. Uh, there was a hub for your ship, and there was like. A fraction of the game that was on Xbox 360 and PS3. I do remember that. You also did not get the Vader mission. You did not get that. The Vader mission in the on the Xbox 360 version is amazing. It's the best mission. It, Mostly because you're Vader. Yeah. And you get you're to throw Wookiees around. You're, you're RP walking throughout Kashyyyk as you just make your way to the Jedi. <laughs> and it's just, you feel so yeah, strong so and the, powerful. Uh, so, the, so the Kashyyyk mission. There's like 17 Wookiees. Total? There's no, there's more than that. On the Wii version, there's not. It's dis- every com every like interaction has like two, maybe How three. How small is that map? It, there's more than seventeen bookies on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Exactly on the 360 version. Not this version. This well, it's so bad. That, that's that. I, I forget that your first console was a Wii. Yeah. No. So I'm talking right now. I'm talking about the Switch version. The Switch version is so bad that, um. That's depressing. The the should... the fight with uh, Rom. Were you talking about Rom? No, no. The fight oh, okay. with I can't remember his first name. Uh, the Jedi. Oh, your dad. Star Killer's dad. Star Killer's yeah. dad. What was his name? Something Merrick. Because I know I Jedi know Master Merrick. I know Star Killer is Jet as Galen Merrick. Anyway, was he a master? No, he was a knight. I'm pretty sure he was a knight. He was a Jedi knight. Yeah. Oh, um, well, at that point, he's anyway. A yeah, because he's kind of a punk. You know, Vader just trolls him. So yeah, oh, yeah in uh, in in the Wii version, it takes place at night. Um, yeah, yeah. The face I got from Brady, yeah, it takes place at night. It's terrible. Does the whole mission take place at night? Yes, the whole thing. Whoa. So what I'm hearing is the Wii could not render daytime back then because the Wii is a trash console. No, it could because it had Metroid and it could render bright areas and bright daylight. Yeah, but that was a 
first party game. Yeah. So what I'm hearing know. is that uh, I'm going to be playing time, it on 360. Next time it'll be this week encoder too. I mean now once if I can once I can download the patch, yeah, I'll start playing Kotor. I don't I think know. It's I, live. I'm really no, yeah. I just haven't. I don't have Wi-Fi at my house, so I have to come into town to download anything. Oh. So, I um, yeah, I I want to play Force Unleashed because I'm really into. I'm like halfway through the audiobook. I'm. There's an audiobook. There's an audiobook. Does I it, mean, does it add anything? Not so far. Not that I can remember. Um, it it translates surprisingly well to the audiobook. But like most things had most Star Wars, like Republic Commando has an audiobook. Um, yeah, but Republic Commando's style of game was a little bit different. Like it, it was Halo, it, basically. It was it was Star Wars Halo, but it was it was the way the missions the, were made. You right. played Republic Commando, right? Of course. Oh, that the the mechanic for controlling your your team your team was amazing. Yeah, the mm-hmm. signal command. It was amazing. Yeah, it was always on your HUD too, so you oh. know what you were doing. It didn't just like fade away. It was so good. Right. That game, I only played like half that game. That Genosis, Genosis mission is ruthless. Ugh. Anyway. I only played the demo. It's it's a rough game. It is very rough. Yeah, That's on Switch, and I'm, 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 I'm sure it's a better port than... I certainly hope so. The I old do ports have so far point. been good. It's still hard on Switch, because I have it on the Switch. Yeah, I'm... If I keep playing Force Unleashed on Switch, I'm gonna put it down because it's it is it it's is just a that slog. bad. It's that bad. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another go. I'm gonna try to get past the the like Vader Secret Apprentice part because like once you're once you're past that, then it opens up and you become a good guy, and then the story yeah. opens up a lot for me that's like halfway through the game i know yeah i know i, I have to go have fun on rax's prime <laughs> i was just about to say yeah with with, with how you're describing this how this game plays dude raxus is gonna combat be is so rough. boring yeah oh. that, that star destroyer is going to kill you because that was hard on just in general with those tie fighters constantly coming at you yep maintaining pulling that star destroyer Anyway, I hated that Star Destroyer, <laughs> but it was so cool. It's so cool. I love Star Killer. Hashtag Bring Back Star Killer. Anyway, Sam Whitworth, you're my only hope. Um, yeah, that's all I got for this week. Anything else for Quinlan Boss and or Force Unleashed? Uh, nope. No, you've blown me out of the water on the Force Unleashed. I didn't know that. You know, they had a variant Wookiee mission that was all at night. Yeah, don't, the huts must have been really, really candlelit and serene. <laughs> you blow them away. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get it on Switch. It's not worth the twenty bucks. Um. Anyways, Thanks. uh, you thank you for listening. You can find us on. Wait, we don't have to say that. You can contact us with any comments, questions, or concerns. I was about to say you can find us on Spotify. We're like. Wait a where second. you're listening, you're to, us listening right now. to us right uh, You can contact us with questions, comments, or concerns on um, comments on Podbean, reviews on Spotify. Uh, I don't know if iHeartRadio and Amazon Music have reviews or comments, but you can also email us at a2ta.humancyborgrelations at gmail.com. Um, and also, uh, for those of us who have our, per- for those of you who have our personal phone numbers, you can reach out anytime. 
Um, I likely won't text if it's late at night, but I'll see it in the morning. So, or, <laughs> is that for a certain person? Uh, you know. Anyway, uh, most of that's getting cut out. That's all we got for this week. It's wholesome. We, we will we see, will see you, you next week. Next week with hopefully episodes five and six of Kenobi discussions. Um, Definitely. Well, we said that two weeks ago, and we yet did. here we are. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Adios.